The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 243 of the Okie Geek podcast brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A pop culture convention in Shawnee is returning. The Uncanny Comic Expo is taking place August 28th at the Grand Casino Hotel and Resort from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Joining us to talk about this amazing event are organizers Peter Purin and Charles Hawkins. Guys, so excited. Uh, It's great to have you back on the show, for one thing. Thanks for having us back. It's great. So Thanks for... Yeah. So tell us about uh, the uh, Uncanny Comic Expo. Right. So uh, this is our third year and uh, we've moved to the Grand Casino because we've we've gotten bigger. So we needed some more space. And uh, even with more space, um, our original floor plan, we've sold out and we've got a waiting list. So we've got tons of vendors that are are ready to join us. Um, It's a really cool space in there. If you haven't been there before, Uh, we've got a a large um, kind of theater space that they have. We'll have all of our organizations in there our stage and our uh, panels and everything uh, will be happening in there. Um, This year we started a a Friday night film competition as well. And so that's going to be in there Friday night, Um, get to sit up in the balcony and and watch the fan films Um, and shameless plug for that. The applications are, are still available for that. You can win a hundred bucks just for putting together a little short fan film. Um, Everything from just dressing in your favorite cosplay and just acting like a character to, um, my kids put together some stop motion Lego stuff yeah. just to kind of give an example of what that can look like and easy to do, um, free apps and all kinds of cool video things going on. So, um, encourage people to do that. You can win a hundred dollars in each category in the children's and the adults category. And, um, they, um, and yeah, we got a lot of other uh, contests and everything happening here too. Um, we're going to have a Pokemon tournament. We're going to have uh, our, our annual cosplay competition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lots of great prizes going on in there. Pokemon tournament. You can win a booster box and other sealed product, um, cash prizes and other prizes in the cosplay contests. Um, we've got the D and D gauntlet, which Charles can talk more about, um, here in a second. And, uh, so yeah, lots lots of everything, more of everything than we had last time, and continuing to growing and being excited about that. D and D is one of my favorite things. Charles, talk to me about what this uh, this gauntlet that we're talking about. Yeah, it's it's uh it's this is our second um, annual second annual uh, gauntlet. It's basically a timed run uh, using pre gen characters through a a maze and the the team which will be used uh it's a team of five per table and there's six different runs and they're all different and um they acquire points for solving riddles and puzzles uh defeating enemies or avoiding enemies uh finishing the the gauntlet within the time loud um all all that stuff earns them points and the team that has the most points wins a prize 
That's wonderful. When's that going to be going on? Uh, that will be uh, the Saturday from 3.30. Let's see. No, excuse me. one thirty to uh, 3.30. So only, talking about the prize too. Yeah, what's the prize? Oh yeah, the prize the, the winning team will win. Each will win a set of uh, metal dice. Whoa. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. <laughs> cannot have too many math rocks. You that can is never for have certain. too many dice. <laughs> and we're, and uh, second place will be getting a, I believe we'll be trying a, a D twenty, probably the Comic Con, the Uncanny Comic Expo D twenty. Oh, that's fantastic. So you've got, uh, I, 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 is D&D fairly new? You had it last year. Did you have it? Did you didn't start with that the first year, did you, Peter? Yeah. Uh, I can let Charles talk about that. Oh, Charles, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, no, we had D&D from the very beginning. Okay, good. Uh, the very first time it was, uh, we just ran very basic um, introductory one shots mm-hmm. that I had found that were just basically uh, once in set scenarios where they got to experience combat. Cause most of the people that came to play that year were, had no experience at all in D and D. So we had about five or six tables, no, excuse me, three or four tables uh, two years ago. And we ran it and I pretty much ran it all day. <laughs> I was very tired by the end of that. Um, last year we actually, um, introduced adventures league. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we ran, we ran some, older Adventures League modules that we, we were able to find that were free of cost at that time. Um, and we had, we had more tables and we had more DMs. So, and we ran the gauntlet at the end of the day. So we actually, I think we were like an hour or two after the <laughs> closing of the con. So it was like, almost like doing the epic, you know, where you're running to like oh, yeah. midnight. But this year we decided to put the, in the middle, that way we're not, interfering with breakdown of the of the con and stuff like that that's good also it, it gives people a chance to get ready for it but not wear out they not be at the end of the the convention because sometimes well you can get to the end it you're worn and so right. sometimes it's a little harder that is, that's very true mm-hmm. and so we're hoping we get a lot of people to with the gauntlet it is a limited seating because we have six lanes and each lane can have five so we have 30 total slots available um, it is an extra cost to do it mm-hmm. because of the prices and everything. Um, if they order online, it is uh, $15 and, uh, they do get the con and everyone who orders will get a, a lanyard with a gauntlet on it to, to as a little extra swag. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Extra little badge for everybody. Yeah. And, um, if they want to buy at the door, it will be uh, $20 at the door. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, well, let's while we're on the amount of price, what's what's the cost for the convention? Sure, it's uh just fifteen dollars for uh, uh, thirteen and up, mm-hmm. and kids twelve and under are free. So we've been working hard to keep it free for for kids going forward here. Um, and uh, yeah, there's uh, it can be so so many wonderful great things to do. We're always trying to keep it affordable for families and and for our vendors and everything too. Um, and there's there's just a lot to do and see at this one. Um, I can keep going about the the D and D. We are doing Adventures League again, also, mm-hmm. which can be everybody from novice, brand new players, through experienced players. So if you've never played D and D before, you get a chance to learn it there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a whole gaming section, so there's this whole conference room area of the map that that's all gaming. So there's that D and D specific room. Then there's gonna be a tabletop gaming room. 
we've got the Oklahoma uh, tabletop makers that are coming and, and doing um, some demos of some brand new games that they've created. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be running those all day. And then we've got uh, um, some volunteers that'll just be teaching uh, people how to play popular games. So maybe uh, um, they haven't decided exactly what, but maybe something like uh, ticket to ride or uh, betrayal, of the house of the hill or something like that. And uh, popular games come learn how to play them. Um, and then we'll have a, a TCG room with Pokemon. We'll have that tournament and we'll also have learn to play Pokemon um, there as well. And then we're working on all the video game stuff. We had some, some last minute changes. And so more announcements for that will be coming, but lots and lots of gaming um, really been trying to step it up for the gamers here this year. And are you guys still looking for volunteers to help you guys out? Yes. So currently I think we have 25 volunteers, but we can always use more. Um, volunteers get a free t-shirt this year. It'll be kind of like this, but we're going, going blue this year. And, uh, and then uh, Lanyard and a special exclusive volunteer pat, uh, pass with our awesome uh, Ahsoka Tano art created by Josh Burnett. Um, and some other swag too, as well for that. And um, all of all of this information we talk about, can all everything can be found on the website, which is just uh, uncannycomicexpo.com. Um, and find links to that through our Facebook and Instagram pages as well. But uh, the website really gives quick links to everything that, that you need to find from competitions to floor maps. And if it's not on there yet, we're, we're working diligently to get it up there. That's fantastic. I, you know, I got to talk about panels because uh, I understand you've got uh, Red Dirt D&D is actually going to be there as well. Yes, we do. <laughs> we're really excited. <laughs> so are we. we are. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to us about uh, what, what we'll be, we will be doing there. What, what are we going to be doing there? Right. So um, partly we've got Red Dirt D&D going to be by our celebrity guests. So uh, celebrity guests this year. We've got comic artist Georges Gentil. He's Haitian artist uh, who's worked on a little bit of everything Marvel DC. He did the Bishop, the last X-Men series. Oh, wow. Um, he he did uh, his biggest thing, though, probably well known is uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. So he did that. Uh, so he's done independent work. And um, so we're really excited to have him out. Uh, we've got a couple of Star Wars actors. We've got uh, Alan Fernandez, who was the. The first Tuscan Raider that you see in the New Hope, that guy. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be there, and we're excited to have him. He's coming out from California as well as C. Andrew Nelson, who has done a little bit of everything. He worked for Lucasfilm. Um, he worked in the Dark Forces video game, and he's donned the Vader suit for a number of video games and uh, the extra scenes for the special edition. Um, in the late nineties. And uh, so we've got a legit Darth Vader where he's actually worn the costume more than any other actor. Um, And so we're excited to have him out there as well. Um, Jerry Bennett's going to be there. Mm -hmm. We love Jerry. And so, so uh, red dirt, you guys are going to be with them and um, getting to kind of commentate on what's happening on the vendor floor. So that's that's wonderful. We're looking forward to hearing what you have to say about that and, lending your expertise to the goings-ons of the event. That's fantastic. I didn't, you said you're filled up with vendors. Is that right? Did you say that you, you had already filled all your tables? Yeah, we have a wait list right now. Um, and wow. right now, I think um, we're at about 116 spots that we have between the rooms. So there's the Grand Event Center, which is, has all the organizations, big mm-hmm. round room. Um, and then we move into a middle corridor that's mostly artist alley plus a few other things with lots of uh, artists and creators this year. Um, 
And then the big South event center is going to have tons and tons of vendors, everything, everything. And one of the things that we, we really try is to make sure there's something for everybody. Right. So we're definitely solid comics. So if you are a comic book collector, we're going to have a lot of amazing comic book dealers, um, great toy dealers from all over the state and even from Dallas. We'll have uh, cards, we'll have anime, we'll have just pretty much everything. And then even um, you know, my, my wife is a Harry Potter fan, but she's not, <laughs> she's not <laughs> fandom crazy uh, like I am, but you, yeah, I, I use her as kind of the role model for what kinds of things would she even enjoy? Cause I believe everybody has a fandom. Um, and so we've got groups like so nerdy that come and do uh, custom made sewn fandom stuff. And we've got um, a new, a new group that's coming and bringing a uh, little kind of plush Japanese characters and things like that. Oh, and nice. I know, you know my daughter would be all about that. So we're trying to find something for the moms, the dads, the kids, the, Uber geeks, the casual geeks and everybody in between. So there's, there's tons of great vendors and we'll have the, that list up as well too. We're, we're doing all the confirmations today um, to make sure they're all set up with what they need. And then we'll be posting that list later this week. So you can see on the website also who's all coming. That's great. Uh, Do you think that maybe because uh, you know, had last year got pretty much interrupted with the, the pandemic that maybe people are thinking, you know, now I can finally go out and do things. Does that, does that help at all? Do you think? Yes. And that's, that's really what we're looking forward to is giving people an opportunity to get out and have mm-hmm. a good time. Um, from what I've heard from some other vendors and things that the conventions that have happened already have been extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people out, I was at new world set up there a couple of weeks ago and, uh, there was a ton of people there. Um, it was a really good showing and we had a great time. Um, we've got, um, we do, one thing I do want to talk about is, is of course, I know some people are concerned about Delta variant mm-hmm. and, and still with COVID and what's going on. So we are taking every precaution with that, um, keeping a, a daily um, kind of read out of what's happening locally and in the state and the region and trying to figure out what's going on. And um, ultimately the CPN has been very good about being on top of safety measures. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the, I think it's called the electrostatic sprayer and uh, they're using that every hour in there. We're going to have hand sanitizer machines set up all over. We've got masks available at the door. If you want to wear them um, at that time too, we, we don't know. They may be requiring masks again for everybody. Right. And we're going to, we're going to follow their lead on that. Um, we have a professional sanitation consultant that's with us, that's taking care of us and giving us what they think we need. And we're just keeping an eye on all that, but we plan to have a safe convention and um, we've got plenty of space in there for people to socially distance. But I think uh, you're going to be able to come out and just have a really great time and, and still get to enjoy it um, regardless of what, you know, the restrictions that might be there. I think it's, uh, you know, obviously for everybody's safety, but there's plenty to do and see and um, to have a great time. So, yeah. And Charles, you mentioned about the fact that you don't need a character for the gauntlet because it's pre-generated characters. What about for, for other games? Do people need to bring their own characters or will there other be other pre-gen characters for the Adventures League's games? We, we, um, the, the Adventures League will be uh, tier one, most likely. Mm-hmm. Might, there might be some tier two but I mostly tier one. So we will have some pre-gens for those who are just new and don't know what they're doing and just need, need something to start with. But we also encourage those who have their own characters to bring them also. So 
But with the gauntlet, yeah, it would be all pre-gen. That's so much fun. So, uh, Peter, talk to me about uh, cosplay. What's going on with cosplay this time? Yeah, um, it's it's also everything stepped up this year. It's great. So we got uh, three cosplay guests. Um, we have Mimic Ray cosplay, Stelly cosplay, and BFG cosplay. And uh, we had probably 25, 30 applicants for the, the cosplay guest position. Um, had a difficult time choosing yeah. a lot of great applications and we're really excited about them coming. They're going to offer some cool panels and things too. Um, one of the unique panels we have going on this time is um, actually Charles is me helping out with it. It's uh, on mental health and cosplay. Um, we've seen a lot of that going on and particularly I think with COVID and all too, people taking a step back and thinking about that, um, of just taking care of yourself Um as you're going through this cosplay persona and everything. And uh, so we'll have a panel on that. Um, we also have uh, a new pilot program we're doing called the Featured Cosplayers. And so we've got our, our primary guests, but then um, we're trying to give opportunities to people that are new at cosplay to kind of learn from our guests so they get to kind of shadow them and see what's going on, but still come in costume and, and show off their stuff. So. Um, We've got uh, Renee and Tony cosplay that are coming and they're, they've got some fantastic looks so far. And so we're excited to see what they bring. Um, in addition to that, all of our organizations, the Ghostbusters are coming back. Yes. Um, 501st Legion, Mandalorian Mercs and Rebel Legion and the Jedi OKC. So tons of Star, Star Wars everywhere. Um, we've got the, a steampunk group coming that's going to be bringing their steampunk jail. Um, <laughs> that's fantastic. And, uh, and we got a group that's new to us. It's uh, called Seven Fathoms. They're, they're, they do mermaids. So it's actually like oh. a mermaid show, uh, which I know my daughter's going to go crazy about. Mm -hmm. She's going to love that. Um, get to get, interact with real life mermaids. So yeah, we're, we've got lots of that. And of course, everybody's welcome to come in costumes. And one of the things we said, you know, if you, if you don't want to worry about wearing a mask regardless uh, you come in costume and you can wear your mask and mm -hmm. there's a, a pre-built mask so yeah almost always i've, I've seen even your regular cosplays there's always a, some kind of mask involved i don't know why but uh charles i want to talk about that uh the mental health and cosplay talk to me a little bit about that well it's this uh peter brought it up to be um just the background on my side i am a licensed marriage and family therapist mm -hmm. in my in my work outside of my geekdom and uh, and he 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 thought this would be a very good thing to talk about just about you know the the bullying that goes on within not just in cosplay but just within the geek culture it is mm -hmm. you see you've heard stories about people bullying bullying other people when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons even and and then how how some people get affected some people feel ostracized and and pushed away from doing something they think they'll really enjoy and so. I thought it'd be a good a good chance to talk about that and ways to combat that ways more effective ways to help those people who um, feel ostracized for whatever reason and because I always believe that geek culture should be inviting doesn't matter what your background is what you are who you are where you come from anything it just we should all we all have something in common that's what what bring, brings us together. I mean, that's been my motto when I've done Dungeons and Dragons is mm -hmm. I don't care what your past is, what your future is. When you're in there, you're, you're just a friend who's playing Dungeons and Dragons with me. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think I think most most people feel that way. But there's always that that small contingency of um, 
of people that just are just uh, just have a vendetta or a agenda that uh, we what we like to see combat. Yeah, I, you know, I, of course, I was picked on when I was a kid for for playing Dungeons and Dragons, but I thought that it, it had changed because it becomes so popular when you've got people like Vin Diesel and uh, all these big name people who are are playing Dungeons and Dragons that it would be more in the common era that the, the people are, are more people are playing so it'd be more accepted but really it's it's it can still just be as much of a problem uh, especially in, in in towns where they're just not used to people playing Dungeons and Dragons yeah I think there's a little switch now where being playing a Dungeons and Dragons now you're the cool kid mm-hmm. I'll put that in quotes cool kid <laughs> cool kid yes because you play Dungeons and Dragons and uh, so they um, become the bully for the new people who are coming in because because they were bullied, you know, as, as you, I was, I was picked on from mm-hmm. playing Dungeons and Dragons in high school. And, um, but you know, just, I think, I think we, that's not a direction we should be going. Right. We should be all going, Hey, bring them all in. I don't care. Yes. I don't care if you were a jock in high school and now I want to play Dungeons and Dragons and you bullied me then I'll accept you. I don't mm-hmm. care because it's, it's a fun game. I want everybody to play it. Right. And, yeah, it should be open to everybody, no matter what, no matter what their background, no matter who they are. Let's bring them all in because the more people we have, the long stronger this is going to grow, and the more it's going to be around. Yeah, and the game you when you get new people in, you get such a, a variety of experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm playing uh, with some new kids. They they try something that none of the the my veterans had ever tried doing because they have no they don't know that not to. That's right, and that's right. always fun. Mm-hmm. There's a really good uh, episode of the Goldbergs about that. <laughs> yes, 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 there is. That's fantastic. Um, so, any, we want to make sure anything else we we haven't mentioned yet because we've mentioned a lot of things going on uh, that weekend. I do want to say we're talking about, about volunteers. Yeah, uh, we do believe we have enough DMs for the Adventures League, but we probably could always use more for backup, and especially since we decide that we're going to try to do some in the afternoon also. At first, we're doing mainly in the mornings, then the gauntlet, and then we're going to try to do some other stuff in the afternoons. But uh, things have changed, so if you know if there's people out there who like to run a quick dungeon for mm-hmm. some pe- some people in the mornings and the afternoons, always could use more DMs. Will it have to be Adventures League, or can they bring uh, something? Uh, can they bring just a module from from something else? They can bring whatever. Okay. They, if they have something that they've already prepared, it's uh, within an hour to two hours long, mm-hmm. and they want to run it, I, I'm, we're cool with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can't do these massive campaigns that no, take, yeah, take yeah, years. We're, we're not going to run the Curse of Straw <laughs> no, that's right. or, or anything like that. But, yeah, if, it, if they want to run something, even if it's, it's homebrewed, you know, um, as we just have to keep, try to keep it, you know, PG, PG-13, and it's, and it's uh, because there will be kids there, so... You know, yeah, yeah. with we don't want something that's in a in a brothel or something. Like that. Right, right. This isn't all ages uh, in ex, expo. This is this. That's what people kind of need to know, right? right? Yeah. Right. right, and that's the big thing is always knowing that this is a family friendly event, and mm-hmm. so even it's so always making sure to keep that in mind with what costume you choose and just language at the event and things like that. We want to make sure that it's really open and accessible to everybody, even to go mm-hmm. along with the whole bullying thing. Just that you yeah. know you're you're feeling welcome there and you're feeling good about being there and positive energy. And um, we really strive to create an environment for that. Excellent. Where can people volunteer? Where, where, where can people sign up to volunteer? Um, same thing on the, on the website, there's a link for volunteer application. Um, and uh, we're already started contacting people. So if, 
if somebody hears this and wants to get on that, um, to go ahead and fill out an application as soon as possible because we'll be putting in the t-shirt order probably tomorrow or Wednesday. So it really would need to be pretty quick if you wanted to, to join up with us. Join us. Join us, yes. <laughs> uh, it goes on from 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock. You said you have a special thing going on Friday night. Is that also at the Grand Grand Casino? Yes. Okay. So the, the film festival, yeah, will be in the Grand Event Center, um, which is a big theater space. Uh, and that's a separate admission. That one's just $2 to get in. Um, it's come help support the the film entries. You get to watch some fun little fan films and we're expecting it's only to be about an hour long or so, mm -hmm. but just a fun kind of pre pre event show to get everybody excited and together and have a good time and, um, and give it a try this year and see how it goes. Um, and then in, uh, another kind of pre event type of thing we have is we are doing premium tickets again this year. Um, and those are $35 and you get, to get in an hour early. So especially if you're on a collectibles hunt, that's a good, good time for treasure hunters to get in there early to look for stuff. Um, and you get a whole bunch of swag. We got these new awesome swag bags this year and some other stuff um, for getting in early with the, with the premium pass. Um, another thing I wanted to mention um, was um no, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, the there's, great there's thing a is, lot. There's a lot going there on, and I the, remember everything. But there's, there's, yeah, we're gonna have panels with the celebrities. We're gonna have uh, fine arts. Uh, Oklahoma is gonna come. Finer arts, Oklahoma, and they're doing mm -hmm. a show for kids. So shows for kids and fun things for people of all ages. And if if you're not having a good time, I, uh, I think you're not doing something there's right. Something wrong there. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like so much fun. You yeah, can have, coming, you can, and you have all this time. stuff on the website too, and all the stuff on Facebook that that kind of really kind of digs into what everyone's doing, uh, which is amazing. It's going to be an incredible weekend. Uh, do you know how many people were expecting? Um, last year, uh, we had the event. It was literally like the last event before COVID. We were mm -hmm. the Saturday before that Thunder game that like shut down the, the oh, country. Gosh. Um, and so even with that, with with some vendors had dropped out and people were already getting nervous and we still had over 2,200 people last year. So wow. we're expecting 3000 plus this year. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, it's lots of good wide open spaces. Um, oh, I remember now the other thing I wanted to say was, yeah. I know some people have a concern. They say, well, it's, a, it's at a casino, right? Is that bad? Is that, Oh yeah. I can't bring my kids or no, again, it's all completely family friendly. Um, the all the main convention areas are together except the gaming expo is separate but you have two options for getting there there is an outside entrance so you can completely avoid the casino if you choose to if it's if that's an issue for you you can you can go outside and go around no problem there at all it's easy to get to mm -hmm. um where but if you want to go through the casino you got to be 21 to be on the casino floor right um, but we also have um, special volunteers that are designed to help people that are under 21. They can just accompany them across the floor. So that's that's not a problem either. Um, kids under 13 always have to be with an adult at all times. And so so that's an important thing to remember as well. Kids. Uh, so kids 12 and under are free up to four with a paid adult. But they do need to make sure that they're they're with their family. Um but 13 and up, if they want to be exploring and, again, getting across that casino floor, they'll have somebody there to help them. So we've put in precautions and everything there. Um, also, that's this part of the convention center is all smoke-free. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so not, not having to worry about anything like that. And one of the other advantages is, um, there's a great hotel right there and we're getting a special rate uh, from them for 109 a night. You can find that info again through the website um, or just call them and mention Uncanny Comic Expo and you'll get that rate. We also have a deal with other hotels in town um, for discounted rates and all that info will be on the website as well. Um, and then at the at the uh, event center, there's a whole bunch of restaurants and such too. I mean, everything from a Brazilian steakhouse to just kind of quick food options and concessions at the, at the event itself. So uh, come and eat and stay and be merry. (laughs) That's awesome. And so people can find you on uh, the website, uncannycomicexpo.com, correct? And just say they could also find you on social media. Yep. uh, Facebook and Instagram at uncannycomicexpo. Good deal, guys. Thank you so much. And of course, uh, Red Dirt D&D will be there. We'll have our table and we will have uh, panels as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Boy, we're just really excited to to be there and be a part of uh, Uncanny Comic Expo. It's going to be fantastic. That's awesome. We're excited to have you guys there, too. We're very excited. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, You guys have a great day. Thank you so much for showing up on our show. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Michael. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. Our theme music was produced by Monument Studios. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Peter Purin and Charles Hawkins, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.